love that little B-roll tape. Prue, what's up, Prue? What's up, Michael? Welcome to another episode of The Student Manager. It's Fonger News. We're we're in our new digs, new studio. Just had a, another podcast last week. Mm-hmm. And now we have you coming in. On from normally you wouldn't even be here. We have Aiden Prukup, a sophomore, member of the Cal Poly men's basketball team, also a class of 20. Modern day, mm-hmm. good friends with Julia. Now, yep. now I introduce you as my friend. Like we're I know, at the... we, we just hang out. Like, you text me. <laughs> Julia's like, where are you? Games. Where are you guys? <laughs> um, but normally, Prue wouldn't be here. He would be with the team, but he's injured. Yes. So we're gonna start right with the injury. How was rehab yesterday? Uh, it was good. Um, I'm starting to. I told you the other day when we were uh, watching Harry. Um, I'm starting to run now. Starting to jump a little bit more. So my knee is just starting to feel stronger and stronger. So it's, it's coming along. It's just a long process, you know, which sucks, but. When do you think you're going to be back physically playing, running up and down with the guys? Uh, so I'm about six months post-surgery right now. And so I probably got, I'm probably just a little halfway done. I probably got four or five more months to go. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, like I said, it's a long process, but I mean, it's, you can't rush these things. So. No, you have time and you you get done summertime Mm -hmm. when you're back with the team working out and then you'll be ready to go 20, 22, 23 season. And COVID helped because technically you are, you're, you're a freshman. Yeah. Technically I'm a senior in high school right now. I still have four more years (laughs) of eligibility left. So I, I didn't lose anything. In fact, I gained a year if anything. So, and I think more importantly, Prue, you gained maturity mm-hmm. and physicality absolutely because you weren't is this big as strong coming out of oh, high school 100%. but then maturity wise too yes yeah i think that's the biggest thing because transitioning from high school to college it's the same game but just everybody's like you said more mature physically just stronger faster more athletic than you know high school by far now you've done some stuff for fonger news a lot and i've always said wait until your freshman year's over mm-hmm. and we'll get you in studio we could talk about what it's like being at cal poly especially i mean it's a destination now it's a hidden gem yes we've had your coach smitty on mm-hmm. he, he talks about it being a destination but let's talk about cal poly uh, take away even being a basketball player okay. right what do you love about cal poly I love cause it's something new. Like I never really like, oh, I have my, you know, my heart set on Cal Poly. My dad went there. So I kind of visited as a child. And uncle. And uncle, yes. So I kind of went up from time to time, but didn't really know too much about it. And uh, like you say, Coach Smith, he kind of says like a hidden gem almost. Like it has a lot to offer. It's, you know, 15 minutes from the beach, the central coast is beautiful, but you also kind of got like a little bit more nature aspect. You know, than down here, there's, you know, mountains, hills, you can go on hikes. And the uh, thing I like most about it is there's always something to do. It's a, it's a lot of fun, and you can go downtown to the bar scenes, you know, always, you know, popping. Thursday night, they shut down a whole street. That's a lot of fun. And, uh, I mean, there's always, there's always something to do. And what's, what's your favorite place to hang out? When, when you're not on campus, you're not doing basketball, where do you like to be in, in, in slow? Um, Thursday nights, uh, they shut down a whole street called the Farmer's Market, and... I mean, they got barbecue cooking. Everybody kind of, everybody from campus comes down. You see everybody there. And you just, you know, see people, have a lot of fun, then you kind of just, you know, eat a good meal. And so I, I enjoy that a lot. And you come from modern day, mm-hmm. and I, I would say the last two or three years, 
a lot of students have been going to Cal Poly. Yeah. How many familiar faces do you see just from the local area when you walk on campus? I've seen I've seen a few. Yeah, there's a definitely. Yeah, I've seen a couple guys. Cruz Rubio. Yeah, snapper up there. <laughs> uh, I see him from time to time. Shakobi Harper, um, and like just like kids like I didn't even I didn't hang out as much in high school with because you know right. our groups were just a little different, but. Uh, I get to, you know, talk to them and, you know, that's a friendship right there because we come from, you know, the same place in modern day. So it's, it's really cool. What's your major? Uh, communications. Now, when your classes are, and I think we've talked about this because mm -hmm. Cal Poly only has, I think, like 10, 10 to 15,000 students. Uh, yeah, 15, then the rest are like graduate. Or, okay. Yeah. So what's your biggest class? Mm -hmm. how, how many, let's talk about the ratio. Uh, so I, well, I'm a little different. A lot of mine, because obviously COVID last year, we went all online. So That's right. um, I'm taking one in-person class, an intro to art class. It's pretty fun. I have a good time, but it's about 40, 45 kids in okay. person. So, I mean, it's not, I haven't had a lecture yet. I know there, I know a couple teammates and friends of mine that had a couple lecture classes in this, you know, in the hundreds, you know, they fill out a whole lecture room, but, um, for the most part, from my experience, I've been, you know, 40, 30, you know, around there. What's your favorite part of campus? Where do you like to hang out? Because we can, people that haven't been there, mm -hmm. right? First, you're just driving on the 101 and yeah. you exit. Yes. And then there's a couple of hotels like off of that main, I even forget what the main street is. Yeah. But you're, you're driving and all of a sudden you're on the campus of Cal Poly, you park your car, there's a football stadium down low. Mm -hmm. So let's kind of walk people through the campus, all okay. right? So where do you want to walk first? So I usually, and I have a class by there, but there's a Dexter lawn, kind of big lawn area right outside the business and uh, where the kind of the art buildings are. Um, a lot of, you know, of the frats or sororities have a bunch of like pop-up, you know, shops or whatever for like shirts and everything. Have a little, uh, a little like, um, gathering there so that's okay. always kind of pop it's like the quad basically so you always run into people you know there and kind of it's just kind of like where all the people go to for uh, to get to their classes they kind of intersect at that point so there's always you know familiar faces and uh subways right there it's always a plus um open 24 hours a, a day <laughs> you gotta have yeah. that subway yeah it's perfect but but then when you're walking up and i, I just remember from tailgates mm -hmm. there's that little street right that yeah. kind of goes all the way up to mott Yes. Like is 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 that where most people walk from lower campus? Yeah, up that's to upper yeah, campus? that's kind of the lower end, and you kind of walk up. That's the main drag where Mod is, and then you got the rec right there, um, and then uh, our favorite smoothie place right there. What is it? Um, uh, Smart Shake. Okay. Amazing. The How? line's always long though, so it's pretty tough. How many but, times are you getting a shake there during the week? Oh. I try to go every day. I mean, I, Do you really? I we get it for free <laughs> with basketball, so I try to, you know, legally or that. illegally. Legally, of okay. course. Yeah, <laughs> legally, of course. So it's 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 a uh, you just go on your phone, order it if you want to get it quick, and then you just go up and pick it up. So, and and your first year, were you living off campus? I was or? living off campus in the summer, so they had me in a house in the summer, and then they moved me to uh, on campus. So now is that mainly dorms? Did it have athletes, Greek, mm -hmm. non-Greek? What was the breakup? So it was, uh, so their whole new, so all incoming freshmen go to this whole new, um, they just built all these new dorms. So that went up on the hill, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're brand new. They're modern. sick. They're really, they're really nice. Um, they're called, we call them yak. So that's kind of like the new where all the first incoming freshmen go. And, 
they have a whole athlete building, you know, we're just athletes. So we shared a floor with soccer and boys tennis. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's kind of just, they put you in there. Um, you're supposed to room with, two, with a, one other guy, guy or girl, but cause you know, obviously my first year was COVID. So they only had one in each room. Right. But, uh, no, it's a cool area. A bunch of like, you know, like tennis, there's like a tennis court, you know, beach volleyball out there. So there's always you know, some fun stuff to do. And is the student union, cause they have the, the mm -hmm. regular student union, like across from Mott yes. with the bookstore, but is the new student union or cafeteria, is that area built yet? No, it's still under construction, but yeah, it's like right across. And uh, there's supposed to be like a Chick-fil-A, um, bunch of other cool places there, um, bowling alley, all that stuff. So they're, they're still building it right now. What's your favorite class? Favorite class? Um, I took a psychology class um, last quarter, and it was fun. We talked about some interesting topics, but um, yeah, I, I just kind of like the classes that are um, a lot discussion-based. You know, they can go you know every which way. So I really, right, I really enjoy that. So I have a lot of fun with that. And when you. I mean, the life of a student athlete, the people that are listening to this, right? Because mm -hmm. it's, it's helping high school students and parents with the college search and admission process. Some people are actually athletes and they're like, all right, I'm gonna either be a preferred walk-on, I'm gonna go to college. But I always say this, and, and you might feel it or you might not, mm -hmm. do you feel it's a, it's a full-time job? Absolutely. It's, so yeah, be, it's, let's, let's talk about that, Prue. Be specific on why you think it's a, a, a full-time job mm -hmm. because people, High school is great, and I thought modern day was like a low mid major itself. That's yeah. a lot of time commitment. Yeah. How much more time commitment? How is it a full time job? It's a full time job because your coaches, everybody on the staff, they could get fired, and you have to produce. And if you don't produce, then there's going to be changes made. So there's always that kind of pressure hanging over your head as a player and a coach to produce, or else they're going to get somebody new. And um, so the coaches know that and they prepare you for that. So, I mean, we're lifting, beach workouts, recovery, practice, then you gotta get your own like one-on-one -on -one skill development with your coaches or, you know, by yourself. So it just adds over time. And one thing with modern day and a uh, difference between modern day and uh, college is like when we would go on trips with Gary, he'd always, you know, we'd stay an extra day to have fun, you know? We'd like, <laughs> we'd go to Florida, go to Disney World for a couple of days, you know, go on all the rides, all that stuff. But with college, none of that's happening. It's, it's strictly, you know, you're, it's a business trip. So you're there, you know, a day early, you fly out and then you practice same day when you get there. Next day, it's game time. So you got the whole day preparation laid out for you and play the game, go home, back to the hotel, shower. Next morning, you fly back home. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's very um, regimented in what you're doing. And because, uh, you know, coaches don't want to get fired. Yeah, it will. Yes, coaches don't want to get fired. Mm -hmm. And it is a business trip. And it's funny because Modern Day just left today to go to Florida. Yeah. Right. And so they're doing their like the Disney trip. Like, let's share some of those stories. What was your favorite part when you were with Modern Day? Oh, man, the Florida trip was, I mean, we went to Disney World. We went a whole week. Early. That's what they're doing. Yes. We went a whole week. Got because I think one of our managers, Delaney at the time, Yes, near um, near me. Her dad worked like was high up in Disney or something and got us all fast passes. It was ridiculous. Like front of the line every single time. It was great. It was, 
like that was like kind of like once in a lifetime thing because I don't know when I'm going to go back to Disney World. That was pretty fun. Well, and I think that's why he he, he does it because mm-hmm. a lot of those Absolutely. players will never experience that. Same thing in college. Yeah. Some of these college kids, your teammates, are never going to be able to go on these trips. Or, mm-hmm. or, and I think a couple of years you guys are going to London or you're going yeah. you're going yeah, to international trip international yeah. trip right. Yeah. I mean that's that's part of the benefits. Yeah. Absolutely. But when it comes down like when we're in season, it's it's business like we have to win you know so we they prepare us well and but in the summer yeah we go on the international trip i know that's gonna be a lot of fun coming up i think in two years two years i think yeah. when you're a senior yeah i'm pretty when, sure when you're a senior so that'll be fun yeah so what is the difference of like the transition from being a high school basketball player playing for a elite program at modern day mm-hmm. transitioning to playing at a d1 college mm-hmm. what's the transition like um like I said before, a lot of it's physical. Like guys are just bigger. You're going against guys with, you know, who has a kid, you know, that might be a like grad senior or something, has a kid, is married, you know, guys who are 22, 23 years old and you're 19, 20 coming in, you know? So that's definitely a big part of that. But I think bigger is mentally and maturity. Like, you know, it's, it's a business and you have to produce. You can't, you know, take anything personal. You can't, you know, be all emotional when you're out there. You just have to, you know, you play and get better. That's kind of like the main thing and learning how to balance your schoolwork with workouts and showing up each and every day, being consistent and, uh, you know, putting forth, you know, 100% effort for the coaches. What advice, recommendation would you give to a high school student that's an athlete Mm -hmm. thinking about playing at the next level, either as a preferred walk-on, because you've had some friends that have been preferred yes. walk-ons, as compared to a scholarship kid. Um, I mean, preferred walk-on, scholarship kid, it's all the same thing. You gotta, I mean, you're practicing too, you're lifting too, you're going on the trips too. So, I mean, they're pretty much intertwined. But um, a big thing is just say out the recruiting process, ask as many questions as you can, and go on your visits because Coaches will tell you everything in the world because they want to get you. That's why they're recruiting they're you. They're selling. Yeah, of course. So they're gonna, you know, bring out their best appearance. You know, you know, show all, like share all these things what the school has to offer. You know, but you really got ask the players, ask you know the students. You just really have to step on campus and like kind of feel how you feel. You know, do you see yourself going to this school and playing for this school? You know, for the next four years, and uh, that's kind of yeah. You just gotta ride with it. So your process, I mean, what mm-hmm. made you really, besides uncle and dad going to Cal Poly, like how did Cal Poly separate itself from the other schools? And let's talk about some of the other schools that you went to go visit yeah. and, and the differences. Yeah, so my final four was uh, Cal Poly, Hawaii, BYU, Utah State. And what really separated Cal Poly from the others was the coaches. I mean, me, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a little different from kind of a kid that, isn't playing sports, obviously. Right. So my number one concern when choosing a college was uh, coaching staff. Like you have to, have, you have, coaches gotta love you. You gotta love the coaches if you want to, you know, be there. And I really felt that from the Cal Poly, the whole new staff: Coach Smith, Downer, EP, Hanson, Coach Berard. We just hired him. Um, I really felt that, and it was a big family aspect that they're trying to instill in the program. And I really like where the program's going. And I feel like we're gonna turn some heads next year. So. If you weren't a basketball player, mm-hmm. what would you be doing? I don't even know. That's a tough one. Probably <laughs> be your average frat guy. I don't know. Going to 
you know, tossing during the day, having fun. Pro, let's be honest. You, I don't even think you'd be at Cal Poly if it wasn't for basketball. That is very factual right there. I would, I would not have gotten in. <laughs> so did you know, so let's talk about that because on a yeah. serious note, because there's high school students, mm -hmm. if they're smart enough and parents can leverage their sport to get into a school that they have no business. I'm not gonna say no business being, but typically little help to get you in there. Absolutely. Right? Because what was your, be honest, what was your GPA coming out of modern day? Unweighted, because obviously you weren't in, were you in any AP? No, no, okay. no. That's I why didn't I didn't do any I, of that I was gonna say unweighted, but we don't even need to talk about yeah, unweighted. That's, what, yeah, not, not in the discussion <laughs> here. <laughs> what was your GPA? Uh, I'll, say, I'll say my best GPA, I think my sophomore year, I had a three five. I did great that year. Okay. You know, going crazy. You my probably mom was, had, you my mom was very happy. You probably had Katsinas, Yamas. Yeah, I had Yamas, <laughs> Kelleher, golf coach. I would just chop it up with them and get a passing grade. But my senior, I, yeah, I definitely didn't have a three L. I had like a two nine, two eight. And did you, okay, did you have to take the ACT, SAT? So the SAT, yeah. And what did Coach Smith, what did you have to get to be at Cal Poly? He just told me, get above a thousand. That's it. For the SAT. SAT, yes. Because you, you realize how hard it is to get into Cal Poly. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. everyone listening to this podcast are like, wait, that MF got into Cal Poly <laughs> and I couldn't even get into Cal Poly. Yeah, it I is a, hard. I didn't even study for the SAT. I got a thousand ten, just need a thousand. <laughs> Pass with flying colors. That was all I needed. <laughs> See, you actually could go. You just go play a sport. Go be a manager. Yeah. Go do something. Yeah, I mean, it's it's there. It's it is there. so hard to get it in your communications. Yeah, communications. Like because everyone's, you know, everybody's major is at Cal Poly. What they're known for, right? Engineering, aerospace, all that stuff. Yeah, agriculture. agriculture. Yeah, wine, wine and business. Right. Oh yeah. So all right. So. Obviously, someone's not going to go to a school. I always say this: if if you can get into a, a smart school, like my kids would say, "All right, I don't want to feel dumb, though. I don't not mm. dumb. Everyone's smarter than me. They're going to out hustle me, out work." Yeah. So when you're at Cal Poly in their class, do they? Can you tell like these kids are smart? Oh yeah, I walk by the <laughs> laboratories. <laughs> Yeah. Engineering labs, aerospace, those buildings look amazing. And I'm walking into a building that's, you know, look like a modern day building almost. <laughs> definitely nicer than the modern day, you know, classroom. But um, yeah, I can definitely tell. Like some kids are very, very intelligent that go there. They're, do they look at you like, can I help you, sir? No, no, no. <laughs> they haven't encountered any of that yet. I mean, they can usually tell. Um, I'm, you know, I'm taller, bigger than a lot of them, so they can tell I could play a sport. Do they know, do they know, are you known as an athlete when you're walking around? Like, do you wear your swag and they're like, oh, uh, sometimes, um, I usually kind of just wear the same thing. I wear, I'm a big board shorts guy. I wear some board shorts and it gets sunny, but so, now it's a little cold, a little chilly. So I'll throw on some pants, maybe some sweats. Do we need to bring up the board short story? Oh, I mean, we can, that was, that was a fun one. Why don't you <laughs> talk about the board short story? It was very unprepared. So. What's the, what's the course again? Mesa Verde. Country Mesa Club. Verde. So me, Harry Horner, we always, Fonger invites us to go golf with them all the time. Very grateful for that. Mesa Verde, great course. Love that course. So I, you know, I was, I don't know what I was thinking. I showed up in some board shorts with flowers. They were nice. They were nice board shorts, but not on the level at all of Mesa Verde. But you got a text before. I did. Yeah, what did the text Dress say? nice, dress nice. You know, I don't want to be looking like a fool out here. 
And so, I mean, I show up in that. I thought it was nice enough. I was wearing a nice shirt, um, some nice shoes. But show up, didn't, didn't make the cut. Fonger was not impressed at all. Um, bought me some nice shorts. Do you still have those? I still are your golf have. Shorts? I wear them. Those are my go-to golf shorts now. And and I, Harry, who plays at USC now, now that he's going through his freshman year, he'll mm-hmm. he'll come on the podcast too. Uh, but he's like, I go. Do you think? Do you think Prue's gonna show up in like golf attire? He goes. You told him. I saw that text. Mm-hmm. I never have to worry about Harry. I tell yeah, him once, no. and, and I'm he's like, he's he's very sharp. Yeah, very right? sharp. <laughs> <laughs> What's your um, favorite bar out in Cal Poly? Uh, Mom's Tavern. Like? Mom's Tavern. Motav. Oh yeah. All college students. Yeah, yeah. You get a mixture. You know, some young adults, adults, but that's kind of where the upperclassmen always hang out. Long lines. Yeah, yeah, kind of long. So you got to get there a little early. Um, one of our teammates knows the the bouncer, so he kind of we cut a line a little bit. So what happens if uh, for students that are underage, mm-hmm. under twenty one? How lenient? is Cal Poly with fake IDs? Uh, they're kind of, they're pretty tough. Um, I think a lot of it's like just confidence, I guess. I mean, for the most part, you could probably get into, there's enough options out there. You, if you get you know denied and you, you know, get your fake back, you could, like Tiki, it always works. Your fake will always work at Tiki. But uh, Mother's Tavern, you do kind of got to watch out and you got to watch out some bouncers are, you know, kind of more chill than others. But kind of just based on um, the night who's working what night it is yeah, right exactly if it's packed or if it's kind of getting there where do you like to like if if Ted and Karen are in town mm-hmm. where are they taking you to dinner oh yeah I'm Giuseppe's definitely oh. nice Italian <laughs> spot very nice Italian spot everyone talks about that yeah that's a that's like a go-to very nice it's a little expensive so I wouldn't really be going there as you know a student every day but definitely Giuseppe's and then number two I would say there's a Woodstock kind of in Pismo, nice steakhouse. Yeah. I'll probably go there with them if I had another option. But if it's just you and the guys, Mm -hmm. like if someone's like going, okay, what's at Cal Poly? Where am I going to hang out? Like you've already told about like where to go, favorite bar. Yeah. Uh, Where are some places you like to go eat besides Subway on campus? Uh, Off campus, there's a lot of barbecue spots. Uh, I know you're familiar with Firestone. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the go-to. Tricep sandwiches are amazing. Um, then you got Moe's Barbecue, Old Slow Barbecue, Woodstock Pizza's great. Um, I mean, there's a ton of barbecue options. Um, but yeah, Firestone definitely for me. Really, really cool sports bar vibe going. Then you got Finney's. I love Finney's a lot. It's right next to Giuseppe's. Um, Always a good place to eat, not not very expensive. Have you done, up there, a lot of parents go up there and do a lot of wine tasting. Yes. What type of wineries have your parents even oh, yeah. gone to with you and your sister or you and your buds? Hey, oh yeah, no, me and my buds, we are yet to go to a wine tasting winery yet, but I, I remember um, a couple months into school, uh, I just got a random text, a random selfie from my mom, my sister, and my dad. <laughs> like hey we're in slow <laughs> and they're out a winery the great view just you know having a bunch of fun i'm like i did not know you. they guys. didn't even tell yeah, you didn't tell me till like a day like a day after they got here so they're having fun that's that's what they love to do go to wineries and they take me and it's it is a good time it's a lot of fun it's beautiful up there oh yeah beautiful very beautiful so 
being a student athlete, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm gonna assume that you, for the most part, at Cal Poly, most of the student athletes are not involved in the Greek system, mm -hmm. right? Either yeah. not in a fraternity or even the female athletes, not in the sororities. Yeah. Let's talk, some of the people I have on from Cal Poly, they're in the Greek system. So obviously being a student athlete, you probably are able to experience some of that, but not be an active member. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know, I talked to Ryan about this. There's like social stuff, social, you know, whatever you could do. Right. But I mean, there's no beef or anything between them and the athletes, you know, everyone's just trying to have a good time. So, and especially if you're cool with them, all the guys, all the guys in the Greek life and girls are all super cool, um, very genuine people. And I got a lot of friends, so they're, they're, all, they're all super cool to us athletes and we're super cool to them tailgating for football like do you mm -hmm. get do you tailgate with the football t or the basketball team or do you tailgate with your fraternity friends like because i've been to some yeah it's not like a true i'm gonna be honest Cal i'll say it late on it's you know, i, I, I love cal poly yeah okay it's great school hidden gym but mm -hmm. like the tailgating sucks yeah it's not <laughs> it's not it at all it's, unless it's not it uh, now if and now my boy ashley and don Oldman, the mm -hmm. ad are there they're listening to me now they'll get me the the stampede if you go in the stampede but it's yeah. still i mean that's something that's but just, it's, yeah it's just because football i mean we gotta start winning that's that's <laughs> literally it we've been not doing so well and you know, it reflects on the tailgate, so. <laughs> right, right, people may just tailgate, show up for like the first five, 10 minutes oh, and yeah. then dip. People, I know, yeah, people don't even go to the game. They just go to the tailgate to, you know, drink a little bit, pre use it as a pregame almost, get some good food. What's the longest you stayed? Halftime. 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 Okay. Halftime, it's time to, time to move on. But you got, and, and, and we ran into each other where I got you the baseball. The, yeah. Baseball, yeah, baseball's another story. That's fun. That's a lot of fun. They're always, I think they played UCI. Yes. And, yeah, that was a good game. Baseball is very good at Cal Poly. And, you know, just sit there, you know, have a beer. And Brooksy, Brooksy will go to the MLB. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he's a stud. He's I need to get him he's on legit. this podcast. Absolutely. I, gotta get on. I always DM him. I'm like, dude, before you make it big time, <laughs> when I come up there, oh, yeah. you jump on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, get him on, man. That's, that'll be a good one. Yeah. What, 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 what other events do you like going up there? Because we talked about the other day, you guys have a sick, for those of you that are listening, if you're a parent, I mean, April going out there is great. You go watch a baseball game, yeah. but then beach volleyball. Yeah, we're really gonna beach volleyball. We got a cool setup kind of right outside Mont. You could you know go up and, it usually gets pretty packed. You usually got people kind of over the uh, parking structure, you know, yeah. setting up chairs, watching the games, but it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we're really good at USC, UCLA, GCU. Florida State, they always come up, so it's really it's really fun to watch. They're really good, especially at night. They got the lights. Yeah, they got the lights down. going. The full court. I think it's like five, six beach volleyball courts. It's it's a cool setup they got going. So how is it playing in? Well, last year you played in Mott. There wasn't anybody there, but mm -hmm. now you've been uh, this year. The difference with with, with fans and and and, and students, mm -hmm. like you probably played on the road more than anything this yeah, year. Yeah. But how? What, what's your take on Mott? Uh, I mean, it's it's a smaller gym, uh, but one thing it like when we do get a crowd, it gets loud, and that's kind of what I like. And it's better than you know going to playing in a you know, fifteen thousand arena where only you know two thousand people go, and it's two three thousand people go, and you can't even hear anything. I like because the fans are it's a little smaller, so the fans are kind of close. You get a little bit of fan interaction in there, but uh, I mean, I definitely yeah, it's definitely a little bit smaller. 
Yeah, and if I said, when all said and done, what do you want to? I mean, you're majoring communications. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? I I haven't even thought about that yet. Um, definitely after college, I want to play overseas for a little bit. You know, that's always been you know a big dream and goal of mine. But I really haven't given it that much thought. Um, communication. I like you know talking to people and having a good time. So. I mean, I really, yeah, I couldn't really give you a straight answer right now. Still trying to figure that out. And that's why you have this time to do yeah, it exactly. in college. But here's a, here's a question because knowing that if you do want to go play overseas, right? Mm -hmm. And you're in rehab right now, yeah. right? Your physical therapy. Like, how do you separate yourself from the, uh, not the elite college players, but like the mid-majors, the low mid-majors, or just that mentality, that mindset to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. What do you, how do you, what goes in your mind? I mean, talk to people that are listening that are like, I, what is he thinking? Like, how does he go through that? And how does he mentally, cause you, right, your team is on the road. Mm -hmm. You just lost to University of Portland by one. Yeah. You're at home physical therapy. You're at home during Thanksgiving when I watched your team out here. You couldn't get on the court. Yeah. So, that has to make you, what goes, what goes on in your mind? Uh, it's definitely hard at times. I mean, but I, the most important thing is you just gotta be positive and know that if you put in the work and if you put in the work consistently that it's gonna pay off. And I've seen results about it and sometimes it's, it doesn't happen the way I want it to mm -hmm. and sometimes it does. But I mean, you can't get too high, you can't get too low. You just kind of got to stay consistent in kind of everything that you do. And it's a great question because at that level, at any Division One level, everybody there wants to go to the same the same place. Everyone wants to you know play out after college and get paid to play. And it's it's really you gotta you gotta you know yeah be different from everybody else. You gotta be consistent. You gotta take care of your body, and you just at the end of the day you gotta you got to play good. I mean, you got to produce out there. So, and I'll tell you this, it's at a certain level when I was in college, two of my friends went on to the NBA and they were just as good as everybody else at that level at that time. Mm -hmm. But it's how bad do you want it? Yeah. Right. Like it's the mental, the mental side. How bad do you want it? like the work ethic and, and how much you're going to sacrifice? Yeah. So here's a great transition because you might agree, you might disagree. I think coming from modern day, and I've asked Gary this before. I said, why do so many, do you think you enable softness in the program, right? Where, you know, you go on those luxury trips, we're gonna stay for extra days. Yeah. But at the end of the day, is that, is that coddling to that student athlete where they're gonna expect this and they're not gonna have to work as hard or put all that extra dedication or that toughness in there? What's your take on that? I mean, do you, do you agree or disagree? Do you think modern day made you tougher or is it, do you think it's a soft program? Oh no, it's, it definitely made me tougher. I disagree with that because um, coach, coach is letting us do that because of the effort we put in, in practice. I mean, we're going six, six days a week, mm -hmm. two, two and a half hours, three hours every day, plus getting our workouts in after. I mean, it's, it's really a grind. Like that month, we call it, Hell month. So uh month before season starts, we yes. actually eat dinner at school after every, practice. Every so night. <laughs> I don't get home till ten thirty PM, ten and ten PM and I still gotta do homework, you know? So it's definitely and all the parents pitch in for dinner. Each parent has, you know, a day every week and they, you know, pitch in for dinner, cater us some food. But yeah, we're literally eating at 
eating at campus at 9.30 at night and still got to do homework, still got to do that stuff after school and still got to get our workouts and still got to, you know, recovery, all that stuff. So I definitely think, I mean, it's a, coaches do that because they know how hard we work and they don't allow us to be soft. You know, when we're in between the lines, it's, it's all business, so. Yeah, but when you're playing Sierra Canyon and mm-hmm. you're playing Etiwanda and Corona Centennial, I'm, this is just me being a fan. I think there is some softness that does come out. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think uh, uh, the last few teams I've seen competitively, uh, mentally and physically can match up with them. Mm-hmm. And you might disagree. No, it's definitely, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, well, I, last time we won, I think, was my sophomore year. That's when we pyramid. won. Yeah, Sierra Canyon. Um, but you also had Spe- you had tough. Yeah, we had, you had some Spencer tough days. and you had Michael and you had yeah. Harrison. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, a lot a lot goes into it, man. I mean, I would say from what I said before, we're putting in that work to be in those positions. So we went we went to the finals my senior year, junior year, lost in the semis. I mean, we're always the thing is we're always in contention to get there right. we're always one game away if you know if we lose we're always one two you're in the cia down. you're gonna you're gonna win trinity yeah right and you want to be in cif yeah what's the biggest takeaway from coach mcknight uh that you you, you think about one or two things mm. now that you're a sophomore at cal poly okay i think one he prepared us very well for college and telling us how much of like a business it really is and preparing us basketball wise and two, I think he just, he loves his players, man. I think he gets a bad rap from, you know, sitting all the people outside the program, <laughs> kind of seeing him on the bench, like kind of, you know, pissed off at everyone. His face turns, you know, a little red, cussing, cussing us out. But he absolutely loves his players, loves the program he's built. Um, I mean, he's all in. He just wants the best for us. And you can't get all distraught if you, you know, getting cussed out on the sidelines. Um, he's he'll he'll always do he'll always be there for you. So I mean that's kind of like the biggest thing I've noticed since being out. So he really takes care of it. And you were just with him. You and Harry <laughs> were just with dinner with him the other yeah, night. Yeah, right? I mean he still he calls me up weekly, um, calls everyone up weekly, and he's just a great guy. I love I love that guy so much. So now transitioning to someone that's dear to my heart, Coach mm-hmm. Smitty. Yeah, how's that transition? What's your how do you like playing for Coach Smitty and why? Um, I feel like him and McKnight are very similar and he cares about the players. I think they are very similar to that in that remark. Um, and I mean, he's, you can look at his, you know, his past where what, like he's been in Fullerton before this, he won. Everywhere he's been at, he's won. So he knows how to do it. And he's very, he's very, He's very smart in how he prepares. He's always prepared. He never, there's never something he just does. Like he, everything's regimented and everything is working towards a goal. So that's what I really like about him. And I mean, he's doing, having a, I feel like we're gonna be very solid this year in conference and next year we're gonna really be rolling. Why? Because we've seen we've seen a couple mm-hmm. games together. We've talked about this, but explain to my audience because we just are finishing. Had a lot of guests on for the college basketball preview, talking about college mm-hmm. hoops this year. Give a little insight. You could be the Cal Poly correspondent since I couldn't get Smitty mm-hmm. on. 
why is Cal Poly going to be good this year? Or um, in the middle of the pack? I think I feel like because Coach Smith has given us like he's given us the freedom, and he's given us the freedom to play, and he's also he's not just kind of throwing us out there. We have a I mean obviously we're he's instilled defense in us like we we have to defend like that's kind of a non-negotiable he always says non-negotiables so we have a bunch of non-negotiables that we have to do every single possession mm-hmm. and we're finally we're starting to get that rolling um especially defensively and defensively we really turned a page i felt like um the past few games so i mean yeah i mean just defensively we're a lot better than just last year and i feel like in the three years, this is third year, and we've improved so much since then. So I really feel like next year we're gonna put all the pieces together and get it get it rolling. Everyone buying into his philosophy. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the main problem with last year and the year before when he first came. I um, mean, it's always tough. I mean, yeah, college is a business, like I said, and coaches. There's always gonna be players moving, coaches moving. Right. So um, that's the most difficult thing to do is have your players buy in to what the coaches um, trying to. What he's selling. Yeah, what he's selling. So So what's the scouting report on Aiden Prukop? So if I'm Gar, I I love to ask this question (laughs) to a student athlete. Like, like what's Aiden Prukop's game? How are we going to, how are we guarding him? How are we playing him? Well, I like the score. Um, Definitely don't want to make me go left because I, I I don't know. I'm right-handed, but I hate going right. I prefer going left. So it's a little weird. But um, if you're trying to, yeah, if you're trying to, stop me then I would say try to get me frustrated I guess because I'm usually pretty laid back and go with the flow of the game so I'd kind of yeah try to get me in my feelings a little bit and uh get me angry but other than that yeah so who's rattled you the most when 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 did you get frustrated and out of your game hmm I remember Bakersfield I got pissed Yeah, Bakersfield, they're, they're full men. court press. Yeah, they grab hold you, all the all that, and yeah, definitely got me a little emotional. You could say, you know, said a few words, you know, got teed up a little bit. But other you than, got yeah. teed up. Yeah, and the coach take you out. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a freshman. None of that was happening. So. <laughs> what did he say to you? Yeah, he just I don't even know. He cussed me out, said a few words, and then. <laughs> told me to go sit down, so. <laughs> but you learn from it. Yeah, you learn, you live and you learn. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, Bakersfield, they're, they're always kind of annoying to play. Teams that kind of just run around. So how do you get in somebody's face? How do you get someone pissed off and mm-hmm. annoyed? Like, how would you get Aiden Prukup annoyed? What would you do? I, I do this thing a lot. I like, so whenever it's a dead ball, I kind of like, like kind of pull like someone leg someone's leg hairs like I don't know it's a little thing I do and the dude's like what the like what what are you doing like what the, started like cussing me out and I'm just kind of act like nothing happened but I always kind of like doing that like messing with his like he has knee pads on him like mess with his knee pads or something so, so on a dead ball yeah not not the, even in the game really not like, like in a free throw just, line yeah I'm just like standing next to the dude I've never noticed that yeah did you do that in high school a little bit in high school I talk more because college they're a lot more strict on talking. Like you can't cuss or else you'll get teed up immediately. Um, but in high school, I definitely would talk more. But yes. You ever blown anybody's ear? 
I haven't done that. No, I have not done that. I have that happened to me. No, it was the worst experience of my life. Right? Because I'm that. not It's just it's uncomfortable, man. It is. <laughs> <laughs> now we might have to blow somebody's ear. Yeah, I might have to try it. I mean, I, yeah, people like grab my butt and it's like, yeah, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Oh, true. <laughs> it's been great having you on the student manager. Absolutely. Oh, wait, you know what? Because since you're on the basketball team, before we wrap up, do you guys even have a student manager? Most I've we have a couple, Irma. yeah, two or three. Okay, yeah. are are they cool cats? Yeah, we really like them a lot. Like they text us, you ever want to get extra shots up? Just let me know. They're super cool. Love them. Um, they're a part of the team basically. They're with us. Yeah. Know, during practice, weights, everything. So on the all, road. Yeah, we all love them, and on the road. Do you hang out with them when it's after practice? Like, are you going out, like, to a restaurant to eat to a bar? To a party with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've seen a numerous of, numerous um, of the managers at you know different functions. Okay. So yeah, no, they're definitely they're a part of it. We're, I mean, we we it's like we take care of them and they you know take care of us. So are now I don't know. You may or may not know this. I don't think they're on a scholarship, but like at some schools, some can show up when they want to show up. Some don't have to show up. Like, mm -hmm. are they always there at every practice, every function, or like do they kind of rotate and take? Well, they kind of rotate because we have so many right now. Um, we just picked up a few more, so they're kind of on a rotating schedule weekly. Um, but yeah, I mean, we all love them. We all talk to them, so they're they're real cool people. The the, the job that goes unnoticed, and that's why this man uh, this podcast is called the Student Manager. And absolutely. Who knows? You could be a student <laughs> manager and then go on to bigger and better things. Have your own podcast. Yeah, right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Prue. I'm gonna let you go. We're wrapping up. It's Fonger News of the Student Manager. We are. I want to thank Aiden Prue Cup, a sophomore at Cal Poly, home recovering from physical therapy. We wish him and this team the best of luck this season. We're looking for 500, right? Absolutely. We, we got to be 500 big ones. Got to be 500. And, and at the end of the day, I don't know who's actually listening to this at the very, very end. It's all about three days in March. Yeah. Three it's days in March. You just get yeah. hot three days in March and you punch your own ticket. Just getting hot at the right time. That's all it takes. A couple games. All right. Do you want to close this out? Yeah. Thank you for having me. Like you always say, Fonger News out. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Prue. <laughs>